that breeze feels good. It does, mm-hmm. it does. And remember, man, you got to pull your mic up to you just like this. Yeah. Like Barry White. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll go really no, not low. crash test dummies. Barry White. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Once there was this kid who... <laughs> Welcome to the NEPA Scene Podcast. This is episode 62. We're coming to you from the Stude at 25.8 Studios in Scranton. I'm Rich Howells. I'm the founder and editor of NEPA Scene. I am Mark Denebaum, and I am currently throwing through, throwing through, going through a severe case of depression and manic uh, behavior and uh, some bipolar tendencies. Uh, I also run 25.8 and or sitting in the Stude. And it's because of that specifically <laughs> yeah all those things lead to, to my torturous right. anxiety they, they're all connected in yeah. some form or another and at the end of the day when people look at what i do and and how i do it it's kind of like man there's a lot easier ways for you to do this that are more manageable and less stressful right. and i'm like no the path of most resistance <laughs> that's why we have fires and floods we're like the the, the, the I have two horsemen i think have been here yeah all we're missing now is earth horse. and ice so <laughs> I'm hoping that's that Captain comes. That's planet you're thinking of. Yeah. yeah he, he was amazing. Was his hair green? It was. So yeah. weird. Didn't they? Purple and green complimentary. Who was the ones that like clapped their wrists together? Wonder Twins. Huh? No. Bionic Six or something. Oh, Remember them? Vaguely. Oh, dude. I feel like that was before my... Liz, How old are you? 28. It was cusp. It was cusp. It was cuspy. Yep. All L- right. Listen, Captain Planet punched Hitler, okay? That's Did he really? Yeah. In an episode? Yeah. In oh, yeah. Life. He was it, in real life. In real life, he did that. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know if it was like Don Cheadle punching Hitler. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was like a Captain America kind of thing. Like, he, he really punched Hitler. Captain Planet was like, this, Hitler's like, he's like, this earth will be scorched. Yeah. <laughs> and Clatten Planet was, Platten Planet yeah. was like, no, it won't Hitler. And he just punched him in the face earth, with all yeah. the with Wind, all the elemental forces. Fire. Right. Water. Yeah, we had wind and water yesterday. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The show about the problem. you know how you should recycle mm-hmm. was also okay had with... an episode with Hitler. In it. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think you know it was really nice of the writers and creators of Captain Planet to acknowledge um, anti-Semitism and right, exactly. And, you know, because I mean, who who doesn't want to write the scene where it's like, and then we hit Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be amazing. Do you guys remember the Seinfeld where Kramer hit Hitler? Was he like a Hitler impersonator? Or? No, no, this is this is just fodder for my brain. This has <laughs> never really happened. Well, I, I, I've seen the episode. No one else has. Got to have goals, man. So after Captain Planet hits Hitler, what else can we talk about? Well, scene? We're 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 here with uh, Jeremy and Dave of uh, Young Burgo. So say hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Uh, and we're here to, of course, talk about uh, the band and uh, Arts on the Square, which is coming up uh, this Saturday. Uh, NEPA Scene will be hosting uh, one of the stages there this year, which is uh, really cool for us. Um, it's kind of a it, it's it's kind of a, a full circle thing for me and for NEPA Scene in general because uh, about two years ago was uh, I got laid off a couple weeks before Arts on the Square. Uh, from my old newspaper job. And I was at that point thinking about 
launching any PA scene and, and, and putting it together. And I'm like, well, what's the, the first thing that I can go to after I was like really, uh, I was stressed out and depressed and Cooper's you know. seafood. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was probably flooded at the time. Like it, like it has been. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I decided to, uh, I'm like, Oh, arts in the square is a good place to start. So I, I went there and then people are asking me like, well, what, you know, what are you doing here? You know, what, what are you covering it for? You know, <laughs> like dare you writing stuff event. down and stuff like that, you know? And I'm like, Oh, well, so I, t- I told him about the site and then I'm like, well, now I have to do it because I just told a whole bunch of people <laughs> that I was going to do this project. And if I don't do it, I'm going to look like an asshole. Isn't that nice? How like your aspirations, you talk about it fictionally. Right. And then you're like, fuck. Yeah, I now have to do. <laughs> now that. I have to do this, or I'm going to be that guy amongst the many people that you meet that say I'm going to do this, and then they never really follow. Right. So like me, like a it. couple years ago, where I'm like Jennifer Lawrence, I'm going to date her. Yeah. <laughs> and all my friends are like, no. And I was just like, yeah, you're week. right. Just last week, you and yeah. Jennifer. Yeah. No, I have, so. a, I have a beautiful, wonderful imported fiance. She's <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> Puts up with my shit. The last couple of weeks, especially like this week, I've just been I just been like this angry housewife, and she's been putting up with it. So Vic, I love angry you. Angry housewives of Scranton. Oh, I'm totally like in my relationship. I don't wear boots. I wear high heels. Right. And yes. she's just like, you know, oh. make sure you take, make sure you clean the floor mats. And I'm like, all right, baby, do all do all the laundry. Wear the heels while you're doing it. Yeah. And no pants. I'm like, really? You want to see that? Like, you want to see? And no underwear. I, you don't want to see that. I know you don't want to see that. You can clean the house naked. You look great. Me, I look like the son of the Pillsbury Doughboy with a tan. I keep going. I'm real, right. I'm real cranky today, man. I can tell. So, you know, tell people why why you're cranky. You know, it, why am I let cranky? Let me forgo why the usual. Why am I cranky? Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck the site. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 11 months ago was the Sandome fire, and that really, like, I don't know, like, I can talk about it, like, in, in a way where it's, like, you know, humorous or whatever, but honestly, at the end of the day, like, it really, it really bothered me, like, emotionally and personally, and it was just really upsetting. And, um... You know, it, it, we're still fighting the insurance company over it, but like I, I, I got over it. Like there was three months of, you know, I don't want to compare PTSD that you know real Americans and the heroes go through, but right, you know, even like the cops and the firefighters, I'm sure had had some of that. But like emotionally, it just it just fucking overtook me, and uh, it took a couple months and a, a lot of anxiety and and second guessing, like does God hate me? Is there a God? (laughs) Um, Or am I the chosen one to be the end? Um, So, you know, I I finally get, we get back on our feet, normal Monday. Oh, there's going to be some showers today. I'm out on the front dock talking to my dad about some private information. Rain starts. I'm like, oh, there's some lightning. Uh, And I was, and as he's talking to me, I kind of zoned out. I feel bad. Like he was trying to talk to me about important stuff. And I'm just like, woo. (laughs) <laughs> lights um so i was counting as he's talking to me i was counting the seconds in between to figure out how far away the lightning was yeah and then one hit and i didn't even get to go Whoa. it was mm. that close and i was like all right let's go inside i ran inside i told angelo he he was he was working on an on an album 
I'm like, shut it down, unplug everything. I told my editor, I said, unplug everything, shut it down. And then me and my dad were like, all right, we'll finish our conversation in my office. And all of a sudden, like I'm sitting there and I have like the, the ears of in the nose of like a bloodhound. I'm always like, Did someone fart? Is there a fire? <laughs> <laughs> and I went, I, I said, I hear what sounds like one of those Zen gardens inside of a massage parlor. Mm. I'm like, I got to go out. I, it can't be. So I yelled at everybody. I'm like, nobody go outside. I run outside. And I told nobody to run outside because I'm like, I don't know what electric shit we have plugged in. I don't know if it's going to, you know. Sure. Use the path of least resistance that electricity does and go through the water. And now we're all fried. <clears throat> so I turn, I hear water, just it, like a waterfall. It was like being at like bush kill. And I turn the corner right where the green screen wall, I see the green screen wall is just getting destroyed. And I turn the corner and it was literally, the only thing I can compare it to is I used to, uh, I watch all the making of features on DVDs. And I remember the perfect storm where they had like the dunk tanks. Yeah where they're up on a hill and they fill it with water, they pull a lever and then all the water just comes down on like a slide and slopes up and just crushes you. Ugh. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh no, like <laughs> what do we fucking do? Yeah. Um, but strangely, it was a little bit calm because I'm like, we made it through the fire. And part of it was like, if it all goes down, I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sleep like a baby tonight if it all fucking right. goes. <laughs> um. So then I, then, you know, we run outside and, Ange and so our parking lot started to fill up with four feet of water and all the cars are out there and Angelo has a Subaru. Angelo is one of the engineers here. And before I knew it, Angelo's in the water, backing his car out. <laughs> and as he backs his car out, he rips his bumper off. Oh, oh God. So he just, but here's the best part. He keeps going. Because he doesn't realize he did it. <laughs> so he he parks like up the hill, but where he's parking is like is like the is like uh, the Susquehanna River when like a big storm happens. It's just going down the street yeah. right next to us. So he comes running back, soaked, runs through all the water, and I'm like, uh, "Dude, you ripped your bumper off your car." And he goes, "No, I didn't." <laughs> and I'm like, "Fuck." So then I run over to Endeavor. Because I know Chris Menachetti is over there. They're they're the best neighbors ever. And I see the door from a distance, and I just see water shooting out of the door, oh. like four feet high. Yeah. What I realized was it's Chris with a shovel and, <laughs> and a push broom. And I turn the oh. corner, and I'm like, Chris, are you okay? And he just points to the bathroom. And I look at the bathroom, and the water's shooting like three feet out of the bathroom, oh, out of the man. toilet. So oh, then it dawns wow. on me. I'm like, oh, fuck, if it's coming out of his toilet... So now I run back to here, yep. and it's coming out of my toilet, but to absolutely no degree what it was coming out of, out of his. So it's just like this little like gurgle, like the girl from The Sixth Sense when she was throwing up, <laughs> and it wasn't like violent. It just yeah. kind of like dribbled wow. down her wow. face. Okay. Misha Barton's best acting job ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then I'm like, fuck, what else is like sinks, whatever? And then I come out into the into the warehouse and we have a drain there that I don't think has ever been used and that's shooting out like three feet mm. so now I have the I have the water coming in from the ceiling and now I have the water coming in from the the drain and I go back out front and just start smoking cigarettes because I'm like there's nothing I can do right. there's nothing I can do yeah. I took we took all the gear and the dude off the floor we took everything in the equipment room off the floor mm -hmm. and then I just went outside and just kept smoking cigarettes um, I come back in and I'm like, what do we do? This water's just sitting here. It's not going down the drain. 
So I'm in there. I clean out the drain so the water starts going, but the levels are wrong. So I have to like, uh, uh, so I have a shop vac and I'm filling up the shop vac and it's literally there just like crouched down like a, someone in India taking a poo-poo yeah. and he just starts sucking stuff up. So I sucked up five gallons, went in, the, the drain had now cleared, so now I'm flushing it down the drain. I go back at another five gallons, flush it down the drain. I turn around and it dawns on me. I have poo all over my hands. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Right. <laughs> and then I, and then it I might start not like. be the first time, but it's probably yeah, it was, most it was, right. Yeah. Um, that was a college thing. <laughs> right. Right. Um, was doing it. So I'm looking around and, I, and all you hear is like, <laughs> so everybody's like, everybody around here, there's like seven people who are working here and they just have, they got real quiet. Um, cause I think they were just so like, how can this fucking happen again? And all you hear is me out here going, I'm in fucking poo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So they come running out and Angelo, God bless him. He's the sweetest guy in the world. He comes out and he's like, what's wrong, man? Like he's always <laughs> smiling. And I'm like, I am covered in shit. And he goes, well, do you need me to help you? And I'm like, how would you help me get uncovered by shit? And I'm like, let me just keep sucking up the water. Cause it's, 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 I know it has to be under the floor tiles of the dude. Let me right. just go do that. So, and I'm like, the damage is already done. As long as I don't put my hands in my mouth, like I should be okay. Right. If and, you don't and I'm looking at my hands, cigarette. I'm like, do I have cuts? Do I have bruises? Like, is there any way that like poo can enter my bloodstream? I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Am I going to throw a stroke? Cause I'm, you know, Oh, what happened? Oh, a peanut <laughs> <laughs> went through and ruined them. <laughs> um, so I sopped up like 40, 45 gallons of the stuff, went in. I palm all of myself like all over just because I'm like, well, they use it for birds and oil spills. Might as well work all right for me. Um, so I clean it all up and then I have to wake up at six o'clock the next morning to go do a shoot and can't deal with it. So I kind of fucking wrote it off, went home that night, yeah. didn't get back till tomorrow, turned all the big fans on. And it's just like, you know. It's not like it's not the worst thing, but it's like, man, it's just like you don't. It's something like you don't need. Took the wind out of you <laughs> every day, and then I'm I'm at, and I'm at this. I'm, took I'm the piss out of you. Literally, we're, we're doing. Took the yeah. I walked out. I shit myself. Um, <laughs> and then no and one would have noticed. Yeah, we're doing. Oh. We're doing. Um, it's from the toilet guys. Yeah. So I'm really fortunate right now to be doing some work for a law firm. Uh, down in the Wilkesbury way, and I told them all about yesterday. I'm like, I'm like, and I'm and I, and my way of describing it, and I was because I didn't know like the right way to talk to the client. Where right. I'm like, I'm distraught because I'm a pretty honest person. Yeah, and I'm like, and they're like, well, how bad? What happened? And I'm showing them the videos or whatever. And I said, and then I had to suck up all the water, and and that didn't go well. And they're like, well, why didn't it go well? And I'm like, I can't say shit. I don't know. I don't know how these people react if I curse because that's kind of what I do. Like I'm a blue collar business person and a filmmaker <laughs> yeah and i'm like well i was covered in feces <laughs> That's the way to say it. yeah and they're like what do you mean now they're interested <laughs> they're hooked. how did he get covered in feces i said well you know the water came out and then i'm shop vac and i'm sucking all this in and i'm grabbing the shop vac by the sides when i'm dumping it the water's all over my hands and then i look around and there's like turd nuggets <laughs> and and they're like well what do you mean and i'm like would well, you ever see like a bull weevil like they, they roll up the horse poo and i'm like it was round i don't know how that happened i'm no, like i don't know who who poo poo's round but i'm covered in feces and I'm like, so that was my day. 
you and are the, a consummate the, professional. Yeah, sir. and the guy who runs, and the guy who like runs the the law firm, who's like a well respected, like amazing man. Like the man has accomplished so much, and he's like, "Wow, man! Like you must have did something wrong to get mad. Like God's mad at you." And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, my whole life, honestly, I said is like a surfboard, man. I'm just, I'm just, you know, peaks and valleys, and that's just <laughs> right, what I do. Right. So I have the shoot again this morning. <laughs> And I didn't think like this guy's like a busy guy, and he he goes hey he goes hey good morning he's like eighty two, I said good morning how are you he's like how did you make out after yesterday I said well I got the poo off of me <laughs> <laughs> and he goes well that's always good <laughs> and I said I know and he started laughing and I'm like all right he's one of me I can get a, I can get away with some stuff now I can be honest and you know uh, have people appreciate me but that's that was that. I mean, a lot more other shit happened, but that's definitely the most entertaining thing that's, that's happened. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Mark, the- I got to tell you, though, the studio itself looks phenomenal. It does, I doesn't mean, it? Yeah. If, well, if you I know were what? a local band, this would be the one This place. is Northeast PA's hottest best trying to... Yeah. yeah. The Russians need to hack us so that people know that it's here. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> So yep. it, know, is a, it is a best kept secret. Yeah. The only the only reason that I want Trump to even one percent win is mm-hmm. that so he can get the Russians to be like, you guys should check out the stool. Check out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want if if Vladimir Putin wanted to come here and like do a spoken word album, I, that would be like I don't know, <laughs> you know, just just Bob have him answer Russia. questions. You ever see that the the Russians the do guys, this once a year. Where they, he talks to the, he's yeah. amazing. They actually send him questions. The people send and he him questions. Answers them and he answers them from a hat. on like, air <laughs> live. <laughs> no, they're just like, it's uh, incredible. Yuri from what's his whatever is like, why is the KGB? And he's like, well, the KGB is never leaving. Oh. We're always, <laughs> and he answers them like there's no filter. Yeah, yeah. right. But right. he speaks in a way where it's rational. Like, you, like I've, I, I watched a couple summits with him over the last year. And I watched like a five minute video of Putin talking about like world politics. Hmm. And I'm like, holy shit, this guy makes a lot of sense. <laughs> That's when it gets scary. So yeah, then, right. so then exactly. I watched like 40 more minutes and I'm like, holy shit, this guy makes a lot of sense. Like yeah. he's like this rational. Du- he could also be a total sociopath. Probably is. But a rational guy. Um Anyone who wants to come here, you check out the Stude LLC. Yeah. Com. yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a phone number. You can reach us on Facebook. Anybody who wants to come do stuff. And the and the shitty thing is, is like we're booking up a lot lately, which is which is really good. Mm-hmm. And we like to put out quality stuff for for quality people. Um, but canceling sessions just really bothers me. So we yeah, had to cancel imagine. a session yesterday. We had to cancel a session today. Uh, the bands that we canceled on, I am so sorry. You are not getting a discount. <laughs> There's no refund policy here. No. You know, this is an Vladimir, act of God. Why don't we give a refund for uh, we we might give you an hour or two for free, but Maybe. don't ask for the whole thing for free. Right. So what's going on the That's site, fair. man? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's well, I mean, you got a you got a meeting, uh so I don't want to I don't want to bog it down with uh with all that stuff. Let's Beautiful get, people of Pokémon Go. Yeah, uh, yeah, we we have that. Uh we have a lot of well, a lot of photo packages lately. Uh we do have uh, some stuff on Pokemon, if if uh, that's your thing and you're interested in that. It's Even not. if you're not, 
uh, if you've seen Jason Reed Miller's uh, Beautiful People of NEPA uh, is is uh, pretty great. He takes portraits of uh, local people around. So he thought, oh, well, you know, a lot of people are downtown looking for Pokemon with the, the new app. So uh, so he took some pictures of people down there He's and then named them after Pokemon, which was hilarious. Nice. So, um, let's see, uh, there's a Dunmore poet, Brian Finelli is releasing a, a new book, uh, waiting for the dead to speak on September 12th. Uh, really great guy. Uh, really, really great poet as well. So, uh, check that out. Um, there, the altercation punk comedy tour is coming to the keys in Scranton on September 6th. So if you like punk rock and you like comedy, the altercation, uh, yes, punk, uh, punk, uh, altercation, punk comedy tour Whoa, so okay. and there's a bunch of uh, really great local comedians that uh, if you've been to any of our uh, NEPA scenes got talent events uh, that will be there as well uh, so definitely check that out uh, we have uh, photos of uh, uh, Slipknot and uh, Marilyn Manson and Hershey uh, we have photos of uh, Luke Bryan a little big town and uh, Justin Dustin Lynch in uh, at Montage Mountain uh, we have uh, Camp Bisco photos uh, Warp Tour photos. We also have a beautiful people of Warp Tour, uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, the the Camp Visco one. We also have a, an article uh, that uh, is a, is about the ten most interesting people that we met at Camp Visco. Do you know I was up there? Um, I was up there was one night with the Scranton Police Department. Yeah, hanging out all night. Um, what a, what a bunch of honestly like cops get a bad rap, but man, these guys are really really good guys. Yeah. Um, but the stuff that I saw up there, oh, I, I was know. I un unfathomable. <laughs> you can't unsee the things you've seen. At no. I mean, look, you see like pretty girls walking around. Like, here's the thing. Like, I like I'm I'm engaged. I love my fiance. I will never leave my fiance. I've told her. I said, you can look at the menu. Just don't order anything. Right. <laughs> yeah. But there's something really, really nice about seeing like half naked girls. Mm. But then when they, when the drugs start manifesting, you're like, Oh, you are not, you are a devilish creature. <laughs> a whole world of trouble. <laughs> Dr. Jekyll yeah. and Mr. Hyde. I yeah. started watching this show on Cinemax called outcast. Anybody who hasn't watched it, start watching it. It, um, but it just looks like the demons are in them and it's just really weird. Yeah. And yeah. I, they have a triage tent up there like mash, it's an e it's a it's a portable ER room. And I just walked in there to take a peek and this dude was wearing like it looked like uh do you ever see do you ever see when like street performers have that little monkey? Sure. Yes. So yeah, the dude was basically course. in that outfit getting IV'd and like Narcan'd <laughs> and and I walked in and he just gave me a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't and worry, I'm I'll like, be back. I'll just go to here, buddy. And I'm like, all I'll right. Make it to Galactic set. <laughs> You'll yeah, take his word so. for that thumbs up. Uh, all, I, all I could do is laugh. <laughs> the uh, Outlaw Music Festival was announced. Uh, it's a brand new thing that's coming to uh, to Scranton in September. Willie, uh, Willie Nelson, Neil Young, Cheryl Crow. Uh, really cool lineup. Uh, some, lineup. Something a little different. Um, uh, if, if I'm not, a am not, a, a, a country music fan, but I think that'd be a lot of fun and, uh, Dude, it will Willie's be authentic country as opposed country, to Luke yeah. Bryan and everybody pop else. So, yeah. The, the pop country stuff that we usually country. Uh, get. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we have concert reviews of, uh, the beach boys, uh, Paul McCartney, uh, so a lot of good stuff that uh, I've never heard of those lately. guys. Yeah, they're I mean they're they're up and comers. Mike up and loves sucks. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll check them out. <laughs> Do they have Facebook? 
<laughs> yeah, I think so. They might have a couple likes on there, so they might be hard to search for, but they're 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 there. I'll look into it. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate that. Um, but yeah, like I said, enough about the site. Let's get into uh, Young Burgo, what you guys are up to. Uh, so tell us a little bit about uh, about the band and uh, you know how you guys got started. How did you, how did you get how did you guys get started in music originally? Is this your first band or is this something that uh, you, you came into later? Well, I've been playing music since like live with you know bands and things since I was uh, 13. I used to play in a band called Morning Star. Did a couple of random projects uh, throughout the the NEPA region here. But yeah, this is uh, as far as where you know my heart lies. This is like the longest project I've ever been a part of, uh, Young Burgo. And uh, yeah, and whereas Jeremy has been in a lot of local bands, this was definitely my first um, musical experience. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Jeremy uh, roomed together in college, and we started writing songs together there. Then he kind of convinced me that if I'm gonna help write these songs, I have to start learning how to play the songs. <laughs> and unfortunately, it's all been downhill from there. <laughs> I've been trying to replace. If you're myself. gonna complain, you're gonna he's, vote. He's tried I've tried to replace, to replace myself like many times in the band. Times. It just won't work. <laughs> We've only been together. It's like once a year. As once, once a year. Once a year on average. Yep. yep. The anniversary's coming up, so if there's any bassists out there that are looking for a band, I'm looking to replace myself. You have to be, you have to be as eccentric as Dave. You have to you have to win us over with eccentricities. Yeah. and. You have to show you really care, like I do. <laughs> so how, how many how many days a week are you guys called uh, uh, Gung Burgo or, it's, you know? Jongo Bongo. Jongo yeah, yeah. Bongo. Jongo Bongo's a big one. I don't even know where that comes from. I always just say, it's the Oneaters, <laughs> as <laughs> reference to that thing you do. Breaking my heart into a million pieces, like, like you always do. There we go. That's good. And I try, try just to get you, girl. So uh, Mark's going to be your replacement. <laughs> this is too great. Yeah. So I can't we play bass, man. Out. Out. At this point, we don't need it. If you could sing like no, that, if you I, could sing, I could sing that thing you do, and then we're good. <laughs> and that's it. That's Can it. you sing Every your Every day I'm doing that thing you do. Oh, man. So it's like in Family Guy where they have the, the cantina band. Oh, play that same song again. Okay. <laughs> do, 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 do. We actually learned the cantina song. We did. We did. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. For you, can't can't lose, you can't lose with that. We peppered no. into sets. Yeah, you yeah. can't lose with that. You play like five originals, people get bored. And then, wait, then you go and you throw in the cantina. I've immediately got their attention. You win them back. Why don't you do the Imperial March? Sean does that. He does that as well. Sean, on the mandolin, it sounds way more exciting. Yeah. It's like old timey. Yeah. I want you guys to do a version of that where John Williams is like, why did I fucking think of that? <laughs> I used every orchestral instrument. Yeah. I could have just used a mandolin. One mando. Jesus Christ. <laughs> One mando. That's all you needed. Rethinking. Wait, this is the same guy who we hold in regard that wrote, but, um, right, 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 right. The theme to Jaws. It's the same guy. And he talks about it like it was a prophetic moment. Well, <laughs> well I just, I thought it was two, all I heard was two keys, but, um, <laughs> but, um, Oh. And then, and then, and then the trick is, is then they start to go faster. Let's <laughs> <laughs> create suspense. Yeah, and every nerd around the fucking world right now holds John Williams yeah. up on a pedestal. Their heads are being blown that you're even saying this. It's it's called a deadline and a small budget. That's what right. that is right there. We need a we need a, we need a score by tomorrow. It's Spielberg's. <laughs> <laughs> two notes, two notes only. That's what you're getting. 
That's what you get with Spielberg's first film. You don't have the budget then. That was yeah. not his first. That wasn't his first. Oh, no, I'm a film nerd. Don't fucking go there. Oh, I won't go there. <laughs> he did a TV movie, I believe, that was something along the lines of Murder on the Orient Express. And then he did another TV movie called Duel mm. about a truck that's chasing a, a car. Mm. And if you, if you watch Duel, which I believe is available on Netflix at the end of the film, spoiler alert, the truck, yeah. the truck goes off a cliff. But it's the same noise that the shark in Jaws makes after he goes, smile, oh. you son of a bitch. <laughs> Boom. Very good, man. <laughs> yep. Nice. Full circle. Yeah. I don't know. For, uh, Half yeah. circle. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> Hakuna Matata. <laughs> How'd you guys get the name, man? Ah, the name. We were, the annoying uh, name. We were trying to figure out. We had a bunch of tunes. And we were like, all right, we got to start playing out. But I'm not going to do this as like a solo endeavor. Because mm-hmm. like I said, Dave was not really interested in playing. So then we kind of like started listing some names. And uh, we at the time had a, a teacher who we liked very much. Uh, his last name was Burgo. And I used to do a really terrible impression of him. Very fu- <laughs> a very funny impression <laughs> but of he was, Burgo. But he, he looked just like Colonel Sanders. Um, and yeah. uh, he was a great guy, though. And uh, the idea was, oh, well, I should do a, a short film where I act as young Burgo, young Professor Burgo with a Y, you know, and then we started thinking, we're like, oh, well, you know, that sounds like a band name minus the young part. There's like already bands like Young the Giant and all that stuff. Yeah, and yeah, then, right, you know, right. So we're, you know, Young Einstein. Oh, it's a film. <laughs> Same difference. So yeah, Indiana young Burgo, Jones Chronicles. Bride of Frankenstein. Bride yeah. of Frankenstein. Close. <laughs> I mean, it's in the ballpark. It's in the ballpark, right? Yeah. She yeah, was young once. Eventually, though, what we decided on was that we basically just took that last name and plucked the other last name from Carl Young and just spelled it with a J, which has been pissing people off. For yeah, years. it sounds nice and foreign. <laughs> people are like, what is this? How do you say it? And then we're like, well, as long as they remember, we're that annoying name band. Exactly. Right. The job's done. Are they like Mars Volta? <laughs> sure. We're just like Mars Volta. Yeah, if you like Mars Volta. If you like Mars Volta. <laughs> we are Mars Volta. I do like Mars Volta. There's some we're Mars actually Volta are, We I are like. Mars Volta. Yeah. You are. Oh, so, we are. Lucky. NEPA exclusive. But, so. <laughs> the mask comes off young Burgo. Mm-hmm. We're also Daft Punk. <laughs> and Slipknot. <laughs> oh, I mean that's you know I didn't know if you guys knew. You're just you're just multi genre. Totally. Yep. Totally. So uh, so how did how did you guys uh, uh, develop your sound and because uh, I mean you guys have a, I, I think a very unique sound uh, particularly for the area. Mm. Right on. Well, yeah. I you. appreciate that's that. A, that's a nice. nice. I don't know if it's meant as a compliment, but it feels nice. So. The yeah, rest of the cool. country, it's rather normal. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> It doesn't matter. No, I, but here, that's why I said the word here. particularly. Right. Yeah, it's right. not yes. saying period. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, Cleveland, you suck. <laughs> but here, yeah, yeah. Cleveland, there's an old Burgo, and he's been doing it for years. <laughs> right. Um, Those boys. <laughs> oh man. Well, we started out as a as a, um, a four piece with my brother, and uh, that was like a little more like when I listen back to that stuff, it seems like uh, we were really ambitious but we kind of weren't ready to uh tackle, tackle some, of the, some of the ideas we had yeah um now you know in the pet you know after doing it now for like seven years and mm-hmm. you know continuing writing and stuff and uh you know growing hopefully as you know musicians as well even dave as a bass player i'm trying <laughs> he's i'm trying now he's, he's, he's finally he mastered feels. he's mm-hmm. finally mastered the f sharp yes <laughs> i i can play the jaws theme just, yeah. the jaws theme is where's my, the u on the bad. scale 
Um, but uh, yeah, it's so, under the uh, F. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we did we did our first record with Brett Alexander, and um, oh, he's the best man. He's, he's, he's yeah, he's awesome a great dude. guy. Yeah, uh, longtime friend, and uh, he uh, ended He'd, up um, like you know, kind of uh, helping us get what we wanted out of ourselves, even if we weren't ready to do it live, and and uh, mostly plasma and blood. <laughs> right, right, right. Yes. <laughs> and. Uh, you know, uh, recently we added uh, Sean Caden on multi instrumentals and uh, and James Naylor James on drums, drums. who's a really awesome drummer and has been playing around in bands for years. Tripping he's on in nothing. Moonbag. Uh, Moonbag. He still plays with. Yeah, he still plays with them. He's really great. And uh, I would also add, you know, like some of our influences might be like maybe slightly different than some others. We we're influenced by some like modern indie rock. You know, like Wilco is one of our big influences. You have. Bands like Radiohead Pavement. and even going back to Pavement in the 90s is something we always look to. So I'm, if there's any sort of sound... We're into um, the quirky stuff, kind of. Yeah, right? if there's any yeah. sort of uniqueness to the sound, it's probably just copped from better bands. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's usually how it goes. It's how it always goes, I think. <laughs> there's always a blueprint. So or did, a did, blueprint did, volume two, for, if you're Jay-Z. <laughs> Nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Which <laughs> which should have just basically been called construction revision. Yeah, that could have been. The, that's the alternate title, <laughs> Blueprint Volume Two, or the Constructionist Revision. Has Jay Z sent over those those Volume Two of those blueprints yet? I mean, we got to get him out to the manufacturers. Uh, Ninety nine problems, but a blueprint ain't one. <laughs> that's right. Oh, Mark, you're on a roll today. You're man. H to the Izzo. I don't even know what that means. You're, you're, you're running out of rap references, dude. You can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's How about the rapper the other day for, for his music for a lame white guy like myself? Face. It's very possible. I think that's about the limit of, you, of the of jokes that I would have. Oh, that you would understand. Yeah, and everything past that just totally. What about don't. if we went with like White and Nerdy by Weird Al? That, that I, would, rap, I, thought, I would be right back with you. I was thinking again. you would like I'd that. I'd be Rich. totally okay. Yeah. See, I grew up on Weird Al. I see. I think I think you have a responsibility to yourself as as a nerd. Yeah. To hear a Weird Al song and then listen to the source material. <laughs> sure. So that you can go, I get it. <laughs> I get it better. I get it better. I see yeah. what he was up to. No. You know, uh, who's uh, fat? I, ha- I definitely had to listen to Bad. Right. From Michael Jackson. Yeah. Who's and then fat? there's all about the Pentiums. Yeah, but I didn't have to go and to understand what's happening. <laughs> like the computers. <laughs> the Pentiums, yeah. That was from the 90s. <laughs> that was when computers. Yeah, that's yeah, when right. computers were IBM compatible. Yeah. Yeah. All right, keep asking questions. I'm come on, Rich. Dick. <laughs> I would, but you keep interrupting. I'm sorry. It's a good rapport you two have. I it's really you. not. We actually hate the fuck out of each other. Yeah. Right, usually after every show, we go out in the back and we just fist fight. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah. It's like what I imagine like Ed McMahon and Johnny Carson, where Ed McMahon's like, ho, ho, ho. Then they get off stage and he's like, fuck you, Johnny. He's like, fuck you, Ed. Stop making me the butt of your jokes, yeah. Johnny. I don't appreciate it. I saw you look at my wife. <laughs> that got deep. That's, I, that's, is that going that's how, on? I wonder. That's how that, I'm sure yeah. that's how that relationship Let's start went. that rumor. Oh, Let's yeah. start that rumor. Ed McMahon ogled Johnny, Johnny Carson's Carson. seventh wife. Yes. I keep going, man. <laughs> You guys having a good time? We are. We're good. Having a good. Time. good. I, I that's, speak for both of us. That's, a, that's all that matters. Yeah. 
We're all sucking up noxious fumes from mm. the sewer. So it's so good. We're catching a buzz. You know it's bad when you stew. stop smelling it because then you smell like it and you don't know. Right. It. Uh. And you leave and then your girlfriend's like, "You smell like shit." Yeah. <laughs> this is this is uh, this is unproven, but thank you, random Dunmore landfill. <laughs> <laughs> It's all their fault. Yeah. I thought it was Tom Clark's fault. <laughs> oh, my dad. So <laughs> so not not to like get off topic again. So my dad, so my dad works here and but he had to go like up and check like his house in Clark Summit, my sister's house in Waverly to see if there's any flood damage. So like I'm so pissed off on Monday that all this went down. I'm like, we need to fucking destroy the insurance companies. I can't destroy Right. I, right. I <laughs> That's like me beating Lucifer. Like, how am I gonna do? I can't do that. We'll crumble them. But it's just really like tough words that make you feel better. Yeah, sure. So he calls me up and, and he's like, You called me? And I'm like, I'm like, here's what I think we need to do. And he's like, Well, what? And I'm like, and all I hear in the background, I'm like, Are you listening to Tom Clark? And he goes, Yeah. I said, Tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> Right. And my dad, like to, to me, like it's a total joke. And my dad goes, you do realize that's on TV, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah forget about yeah, it. Yeah, forget, forget it. it. Forget I just it. thought it would be funny for you to look at the television and say, See, fuck yeah. you. Fuck you. Flip them off once. No. Right. It's the only job in the world where you can be wrong all the time all and the time. keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Get a, a doctor do that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe tumor. Maybe not. I'm Maybe not. not. Sure. We yeah. don't know. You gotta wait. There's no way to tell. Just gotta wait and see. Can't be 100. percent He just. I think he just walks outside and goes maybe, <laughs> and comes back in and does a 12 minute segment on maybe. <laughs> it could. We're looking at possible showers or possible sun. We don't know. We simply can't tell. Back to you guys. <laughs> it's just wind, guys. In the studio. Yeah. Just wind blowing. Going to around. sports. <laughs> I'm sorry. I understand no, your frustration. Do you see? Do you see like the the like the zoned out gaze when I'm just looking around, just being like, yeah. I feel like I'm looking at the people from Poltergeist who came down the stairs. <laughs> right. We're by the way, we're we're surrounded by uh, uh, equipment. Half of it's wrapped up, half of it's not. Yeah. You know, There's equipment that might be ruined again that was still wrapped up from, from the from fire last time. Yeah, exactly. It's a, this it's is mental. Completely insane. <laughs> And and so we decided we're we're gonna have a conversation in the middle of this this chaos. Yeah, like, this is a smart not? idea. And then when you guys leave, I'm just gonna go on the roof and just start screaming like, "Why have you forsaken me, <laughs> Tom Clark? Yeah, where's Willem Dafoe? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know either, but I, for some reason, well, he was in the Last Temptation of Christ, and he goes, say, "There's a reference there. It's built in." Yeah. Yeah. You got it. I got it. Right. I work at a movie theater, theater. so I got. Do you really? Where do you work? I work at Cinemark. That's the best theater in the it's area. It's the best seat in town, is what it is. Ah, it really is. That's nice our, plug there. That XD is fantastic. <laughs> the, the, X, the XD beats out IMAX any oh, day hands and down. twice on Tuesday, which is our discount day. What up? Oh, all right. <laughs> I, I have two jobs. If Cin- you Cinemark, noticed, you're you're free to sponsor passionate. us by all means. <laughs> Please come, come I on. I fucking love Please. Cinemark. Me yeah. too. I was there for the first movie and the first showing on the first day. So was I. I saw Austin Powers there. I wonder which one you saw. because Magnolia. Magnolia? Oh, mm-hmm. you totally beat me there. Mm-hmm. Paul Thomas Anderson is one yep. of the best directors of all time. Uh, Magnolia was good. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. What? Whoa. Boogie Nights was good. Now I think we're going to have to start Them's fighting, fighting Mark. Yeah, I think so. Everything sure. after, not so much. There will be blood. That, that, dude, what was the plot of There Will Be Blood? Well, it was a Don't, little amorphous. No, 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 no. It was a little amorphous, but 
Well, hey, it was have, a nice character study. Absolutely was Daniel uh, Day. Daniel Day got to do what he got to do, whatever it is did. that he do. Yeah, intense, you know? monologue. Intensity. A lot but of the, monologues. But, oh, the only yeah. remember the only memorable <clears throat> thing about that film is the last three minutes. Oh, <laughs> I drink your milkshake. I drink. <laughs> I go all the way over there, <laughs> and I drink your milkshake. <laughs> That's a good, that's a good oh. Eli, Eli, and then he like beats him to death with he a bowling pin. Beats him to death again. Spoiler. Turns around and goes, "I'm finished." Brilliant. We're, we're, we're spoiling all the old Fucking movies for brilliant. you. I'm finished. I'm finished. No, I loved the movie. Like it, it was, was one great. of those things. Like yeah. I got to, the, I got through it. It was shot beautifully. It looked beautiful. Yeah. He yeah, was yeah. a great performance. But then, yeah, I'm like, what the, what, what happened? <laughs> yeah. And it's a tough one to rewatch. I would say also, it's a challenging. It still one. is beautiful. Great yeah. soundtrack. You know, Johnny Greenwood. Yeah, no, Johnny, Johnny Greenwood, Greenwood did a great yeah. job on that soundtrack, mm-hmm. and he wasn't nominated. Really? Yep. Because Should, apparently it was previously existing work. Because he apparently he copyrighted. Because he worked earlier. with it with radio. Uh, yeah, that's bullshit. Yep. Little FYI for you. Thank you. You do know your stuff, Mark. I do. I we do. should just do a whole movie podcast. That would be just as well. Uh, yeah, well, maybe we'll bring you back first for another next one. time, please. Yeah, absolutely. So you've heard enough stories from us. Uh, tell <laughs> us some of your. Uh, t- tell us some some uh, some good show stories, good or bad. How do you uh, feel about me? You've had. <laughs> what do you think about Mark? <laughs> it's it's about really all dude? about Mark at the no, end. No, 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 no. What do you want the the, the Oh, like the best stage experience, worst stage experience, yeah, like, like worst that, gig, that best gig, yeah, 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 that kind of stuff. All right, all right, that's interesting. Those are always fun. Mm. I always enjoy. Yeah, those. if we're bitching on this, best yeah. gig, feel free. Well, we best gig was playing at Montage Mountain. For that was awesome. Yeah, we played at Fuzz I mean, Fest last year. Thing. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Like we grew up both of us in Scranton, so to play main stage at Montage was like fr- it was mind blowing. Seeing so many bands on those on that stage. Yeah, I saw. Yeah. I mean, I saw every. I saw Bob Dylan, Tom Petty, Neil Young, Santana. I mean, I can go on. Van on. Halen. I, I might have missed the Van Halen. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. <laughs> Boys Luke, to men. Luke, Luke Bryan. I, I was at Meatloaf. Meatloaf. <laughs> I saw Queensryche up there, too. I did actually see Boys to Men. So did I. I was at that It was concert. Montel that Jordan. That was my first concert that I it ever saw. It was Boys to Men and Montel yeah. Jordan. This yep. is how we, we do, do it. I sat, this is going to be a reference. I don't know if anyone knows, but I sat behind Bobby Sura at that concert, who was a famous the basketball, basketball player, player from Syracuse. From, oh, yeah. No shit. Yeah. So Lackawanna scoring leader. Yeah. My, my, my first show yeah. was, was there too. It was uh, Offspring and Lit. Remember right the fuck on. those guys? Yeah. Like, yeah. I saw who worst I enemy. See? My own worst enemy. Yeah, yeah. Is that, yeah. There? Is that, that was their one song. That was I their saw. one. Yeah. Until crazy yeah, bitch. Until crazy bitch. No, that was Buck Cherry. Yeah, I'm see, wrong. You're, you're giving them too much credit. <laughs> I saw Ozzy. I saw Ozzy and Prong there. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And my first concert ever was at Memorial Stadium over in Scranton in like mm-hmm. 1986, and it was um, the Beach Boys. Nice. America, and I believe uh, Three Dog Night. Oh, yeah. that's okay. a great classic rock festival. That's awesome, man. Oh, I didn't even realize what the hell was. You didn't know what you were saying, yeah. You were dragged by would like, your dad or something. Wouldn't it be nice? And I'm like, ooh, I like, I'm a kid. <laughs> it would sounds, be nice. That sounds is great, though. Pet Smile, not so much. Yeah. So you guys won a contest to do that, too. So you beat out a bunch of other bands yeah, for that never, opportunity. You're damn right we, we the, did. The yeah. band thing. It's kind of a, a strange thing to pit. Uh, bands against each other. 
Yeah, especially in all different genres like right, that. You know? right. Yeah, and uh, you know, also part of the local community thing is like supporting each other. So it's weird to be like, oh, I'm right. gonna beat this band, uh, <laughs> right? And here's like, Nanette like on the ukulele. Dudes. Yeah, <laughs> it's silly. It's a little silly. <laughs> but, like, uh, but we just jammed. But yeah, no, we we wanted it, and we were like hoping, and it worked out. And praying, we praying, hoping, and praying. And if that was the best, the rest of them were probably the worst. Well, I have a good worst. <laughs> You have to. You have oh, you, to. There's always Jeremy. one that Jer- just Jeremy has a good sticks one in your head. It was. It was man, like five or six years ago mm. down in Wilkesbury, and it was my birthday. Oh, it was my. It was like my twenty fourth or fifth birthday. Yeah, and I remember you and I convinced the bartender that. We were like, oh, draft beers for free? And they're like, yeah, domestic. So I was like, Dogfish Head's domestic. Dogfish Head the bartender is, is like a 9% domestic. beer. And we like got really drunk for free before our set. And they kept pushing before our Before the back. set. Well, yeah. they kept, well yeah, we yeah, were supposed to open the show pushing. and they kept pushing us back. And they're like, oh, you're going to go second. And we're like, actually, the headlining band wants to go before you. First. So you're going you're gonna to go after the headlining band. So we're like, oh, sure, sure. <laughs> it's a happy birthday. And we get up there. And uh, at that point, we were a five-piece yeah, and right, our buddy right. Tony Hall. Tony Hall. Tony Halcheck uh, was performing with us back then, and uh, I remember, you know, we're all kind of in a haze. And at one point, you know, we're doing like the rocking out thing, and I move my head, and his the headstock of his guitar comes up and it whacks me in the mouth, oh, <laughs> and I brutal. and I go down, and I, we the song doesn't stop On him. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tony he hit me in the up. face. Game on over. His headstock. <laughs> so uh, on his headstock, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so then, uh, you know, if as if that weren't enough to you know take some wind out of our sails and whatnot, I look over and Dave. Uh, yeah. Dave, I didn't think Dave, you were going to bring this. up. I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. Dave, look at him. He's. Dave's, this is literally like it's like Dave's it's pants like had counseling. fallen down <laughs> off of him. He he was wearing loose fitting pants, loose fitting jeans. They fell down and now, mind you, you were. I think you were wearing pajama pants underneath. I may have been. It was winter. It was, it was you a showed up to a gig with Hello Kitty on your shirt. Yes. So so it, he's standing there playing and his and his jeans are around his ankles and. He, He's just like disappointed in himself, but <laughs> he's to, disappointed. But he, but he, sad, but he yeah. kept playing mm-hmm. the song. You don't he didn't stop. stop. He didn't That's stop. rock and roll. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that was that was that gig. But then at the end of the night, also as we're packing up, our our drummer had to relieve himself, and oh, uh, the no. bar was closed. Wait, wait, wait! Front side or backside? Front side. Front, front side. side. Luckily, just, luckily. just number one. Just yeah, yeah. So he's out. He's outside, and he goes, "Oh well, all the bars are closed, and I'm just gonna go right here. I'm gonna open the door of my car. And I'm gonna go on the side of the street." And as we as, all do, as he's Pn uh, a cop comes down the street, does a Yui. <laughs> he gets arrested. We have to go wait, wait and pick yeah. him up outside. The it was like the <laughs> that was, was all wait. One so you guys, it was the so best birthday ever. Hammered had to go pick him up. Yeah, at the yeah. Police station. <laughs> All right, you guys are driving him home, right? You're like, hey, we, we got we him. Are. We got him. It's our birthdays. <laughs> it's all I mean, you can follow us. It's not like we're gonna stop. <laughs> <laughs> you can come. So yeah, that was that. That sticks yeah. out to me as like probably like the worst gig. Yeah, I would have glossed over a lot of that stuff, Jer. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I felt like sharing. I don't yeah. know. It's been it's been so long. It's I feel been, like this long. is what the NAPAC podcast is this about. Is it's about right. sharing, right? right. You get the dirty laundry out. We get you warmed up. And then you let out all your deep dark secrets that's that you really didn't trick. want people to know. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's it's, that's it's, why people it's a back listen. rub and phenobarbital. Yeah, that's, <laughs> but we've been we've been about like four years uh, arrest free and yes. no pant drops, no pant drops, and no right. serious injuries on stage. So right. So we're exactly. doing okay. We're doing good now. So you get you're on the uptick. It's a, mm-hmm. it's, it's the upswing. Yeah. yeah, it could only get better from there. <laughs> 
So what's saying. so besides your small goals is keeping mm-hmm. your pants on. Yep. <laughs> what 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 it what's the goals for the future? Yeah. I, I I know of you guys, but I don't know enough about it because I sure. feel like right now we're we I feel like simpatico, and mm-hmm. I want to know more, and I feel like a piece of shit. Yeah, sure. Because I just saw one floating by. About, <laughs> about, I thought it was a Milky Way. No. It's not so bad. <laughs> it's kind of nutty. Um, it's baby Ruth. That's very good. Yeah. So, like, what's like, what's the goal? Like, what do you, what do you? Oh, uh, this is. I mean, I do music. That's all I do anymore. Uh, I used to attend bar and all that stuff. So I just play music on the weekends and stuff. But uh, the band plays. We try to keep the band. You know, doing the full time gigs around here, but you exhaust venues, so we try to sporadically do it in the smart move. Yeah, know, in the Scranton uh, Wilkesbury like area, like to slowly expand. Trying out. to cultivate the fan base, and you know, uh, yeah, spread the music as much as possible. We have so many. We 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 have like albums and albums worth of material. We've just been like trying to record. Luckily, <coughs> Sean. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, right. Yes, yes. Exactly. <laughs> Luckily, there's some. Well, there's a dude, all we got to do is throw up some of that s- s- the movie Seven for Breeze. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then we're good to go be here. <laughs> That's I'm on board. <laughs> Jeremy won't have much for vocals that day. Right, 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 right. No, I'll be fine. No, be fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Be that fine. rasp on that record. Did you hear the rasp in his voice? <laughs> yeah. It's like that he was. It's like he was huffing chemicals. <laughs> yeah. Or poop. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like feces in the mist. Yeah. That's the, that's the, that's the title. That's the you name. nailed You're it, welcome. Mark. You killed it there. The music video is going to be disgusting. <laughs> But it's all mud. It's, it's all, all mud. mud. It's all mud. It's, it's, all, mud. it's all CGI. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone will think it's poo. It's but at it's the end not, of it, yeah. it's just mud and hay. Yeah, no poo was harmed during the making of our video. <laughs> right. Or cultivated. <laughs> or cultivated. Yeah. So I mean, do you guys want to? You yeah. know, you have like how? If if we, I had to ask you right now, how many how many songs in the catalog do you have? I would. I could almost tell you exactly. I mean, me and almost. I, I can almost tell you exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. who you ever met before. It, this man's so, list. Yeah. So we. Me. I could be almost very specific about what I, I'm could, going I could be exactly to the number. So we have. Me and Jeremy have written seventy four. Like literally, because I do these lists like all the time. So we've written seventy four. Oh, you're that songs. guy. I'm that guy. Yeah. The annoying one in the band. Yeah. So we wrote. Not 74 all the forks songs. are set upright on the table. <laughs> right. Yes. The lights have to go on, off, on, off. I wash my hands. Hands like 50 times a day, which is throw absolutely the soap true. away. Yep. Well, yep. at your job, I imagine you also deal with some of the same problems Mark dealt with this weekend. Oh, absolutely, Mark. Everything you mentioned. What do you do? Are you a shit sandwich? <laughs> well, well, I. <laughs> I make I make shit sandwiches. I'm a I'm a cook. No, <laughs> really? No, no. I don't try make this. shit sandwiches. This is poop caviar. Dave's yeah. the manager up there. The, the I'm one of job. I'm one of them. But yeah, yeah, we deal with a lot of poop up there. Um, but we always take care of it. <laughs> That's comforting. <laughs> it's like it's always coming in, but like yeah. we get rid of it. We get rid of it all the time. <laughs> yeah, very. I mean, there's like condition. a there's like a holding station, but mm-hmm. then we get rid of it. Talking mm-hmm. about those lame French move. French films. That's the poop. <laughs> oh, oh, very yeah. good. Where do you cook at? Do you want? You don't. Want, you don't no, want to I don't. Or? I don't really cook. I don't really cook. And it's by the way, I would say if there was poop coming into the theater, it'd probably be Michael Bay films and not uh, so much the. Dude, fuck oh. off! Right? Oh no! Uh, he loves uh, Michael Bay. You love Michael Bay? I do love Michael. Oh. Bay. You just hit his trigger word right there. <laughs> yeah. So, Out. This is where I start flinging feces so, like a chimp at you. So for you, like Armageddon is your Casablanca. No. <laughs> no. So you want to go that No, far. Armageddon is Armageddon. 
but you know, Casablanca is Casablanca. Yeah, yeah. But I do know that at the, after the first 15 minutes of Transformers, <laughs> me and my, and I'm in LA at the Arclight, which is probably one of the best theaters in the country. Yeah. And I remember looking at my friend after the, the, the hover ship or whatever the fuck it is. The, mm-hmm. I forget the, the military name of it. And that whole scene, and then it cuts to like Sam Witwicky. Yeah. And I looked at my buddy, and we both had like tears in our <laughs> eyes because we we're like, that was just was so awesome. cool. Michael Bay is the king of boom and cool. You know exactly what you're going to get when you go in there. You're, it's it's light on substance, trust me. Yeah, you're right. But it's right, really right. heavy on boom and cool. It's the movie where you're like, I just want to eat style tons over of shit. I want to see how yeah, good the special effects can be this year. But but <laughs> if you ever watch if you ever watch interviews, I was actually fortunate enough to be about five feet away from Michael Bay in the opening of Transformers. He was at the ArcLight Theater theater taking pictures of the marquee with all the times. Yeah. And I took a I took a really far away photo. And had him in there, and he was with a Victoria's Secret model. And Shit, I looked at my, I I looked at my re- buddy. I'm like, him. this is fucking heaven. <laughs> but watch interviews with him. I, I know will. people that have worked with him, and yeah. they send me photos. They're like, this is Michael Bay's home theater, and I'm like, fuck, <sighs> fuck. So he's like a serious. He's a serious. <laughs> Do you ever see the commercial he did for the Australian bank? I don't think so. Okay, when we're done, remind me, please. Put a will pin YouTube in it. it? <laughs> I'll show you. It's about two minutes, and you're gonna go. I think I like Michael Bay now. Oh, that's a bet I'll take. <laughs> Did you see Thirteen Hours? I haven't seen it yet. The true story of the soldiers of Benghazi. I'm gonna tell you something. Yeah. One of my buddies in L.A. Mm-hmm. I keep having to say that, <laughs> but I'll do it because it gives cool. me it gives me street cred. It's pretty cool. <laughs> um, he's one of the most unapproachable, angry fucking people in the world like yeah. and, he, and he's overly opinionated to the point where it's like not only do i not agree with you i'm going to argue with you about why i don't agree with you right um he messaged me and he was like i know you're a big michael Fay bay fan and i know you and i know and you know i hate him yeah and i was like proceed <laughs> i'm goes, listening he goes 13 hours was actually a pretty damn good movie Ooh. Hmm. yeah so there you go well, and I'm, in case I'm anyone wants to know my Wi-Fi password, here is Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was lying. <laughs> oh, my God. So there you go. Wow. Free Wi-Fi when you're at Cooper's. So now that you've learned what a sad man he is. Uh, right. not sad. <laughs> this guy gets paid hundreds of millions of dollars. Way too many dollars. <laughs> no, I don't I care. Don't. <laughs> if we're stupid enough to buy the tickets that's and right, he makes right. it, good. Yeah. Hey, he's yeah. He's not made he's never made an unprofitable film. You could say the island was, but the island picked up legs on home video. You know your stuff, man. Yes. I'm like impressed by that. Uh, is that, Ewan McGregor, that was Ewan McGregor, right? And yeah. Scarlett Johansson. And Scarlett and Johansson. Sean Bean. That's right. No, Leo wasn't. Jason that Isaacs. That's the beach. That's what Leo thinking, was yeah, the yeah. beach. The Leo beach. was the beach, which was directed by Danny Boyle. Yes, it it's was. Great direct, probably his worst movie. <laughs> I'm yes. sorry if you like the beach. It may have. Oh, no, been. It, was it probably was, though, yeah. right? Yeah. The algae and the, that And DiCaprio's. Nice. And DiCaprio's worst movie. It's a drug field. I did envy him in that moment. Drug field. At the drug field, no, no. I gotta see the beach. Yeah, you gotta. See, you, you know, like two or three beach. people got shot and killed in that scene, right? Yeah, but I mean, he got out. <laughs> he was okay. Yeah. He and got out to find another supermodel. Yeah, he swam away. Exactly. It's like fuck this. Fuck Victoria's this. Secret catalog just came out. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. window I'm shop. Gatsby. Yeah. Nah, not not a good. I don't think Baz Luhrmann's a good filmmaker. I agree with you. Jeremy's not sure who Baz Luhrmann Honestly, is. Honestly, I'm just throwing shit. Uh, at the wall. Romeo <laughs> and Juliet with DiCaprio. <laughs> right, that was good. It's like this, yeah, he revisionist like sort of stuff. 
Can you keep asking them songs about the album and all the yeah, like right. all Sorry about music that. stuff? I don't, Sorry about that. No, this was, is going to devolve gonna, into... I, I was just going to give up and... <laughs> Kubrick. Good, now. bad, or Ooh. indifferent. <laughs> Moving on. No. So you guys have two, uh, two full-length albums. Yeah. And uh, the most recent one came out in May. Sure. Yeah, that was uh, Everything New is Old Again. And uh, we did that one at home. We recorded that at, uh, uh, at Sean's, Sean's home studio up in Honesdale. Just basically like a room as small as that room, which is, you know, so like, I don't know. Imagine. I'm your, happy the people listening pantry. have perspective. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, it's just like that over can, there. Can the people see what I'm pointing uh, my at? Dick is, my dick is closet. about that big. Yeah. <laughs> when you say it Whoa, with that emphatic. That? Yeah. It sounds huge. Right. Or it sounds that. disappointing where I'm yeah, like, yeah. can you believe it's that big? <laughs> I want a refund. Yeah. <laughs> hey, God. Yeah. I'm not happy with the product. Where's the, the pump? <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, uh, we recorded everything new is old again at home. And uh, that's uh, that's what we're, you know, we're pumping right now. We're mm-hmm. playing a lot of songs uh, off that record live. And then, you know, we throw in some of the older stuff uh, off of Thieves still. But uh, that was, we did Thieves back in 2013. Well, we started it in 2012. I don't even know, man. Yeah, it all blurs together. We spent a lot of time making that album just Mm -hmm. because of financial constraints and such. Um, But uh, yeah, we're hoping to just keep pumping out the tunes. We're working on getting back into the studio by the end of the year and hopefully sometime early next year doing it again, releasing another record. And (coughs) the Stood, the Stood 58. With with uh, such a large catalog of songs as you said, how do you how do you narrow it down to uh, these are the ones that that we got to put out now? Right, these are the sure. ones we got to do next. Yeah, well, you kind of start seeing. Um, sometimes there'll even be a feel from around the era when me and Jeremy were writing that the songs start having a certain like feeling that um, gels them together. Other times you'll just look. I'll look sometimes, or we'll look for like story notes that may be in a certain song and then you could link that to others. Mm. So we definitely like to focus on albums as opposed to just songs. Um, and uh, that might be a little bit um, out of date nowadays, I would imagine with like iTunes, not really the... Yeah, but see, I love personally mm-hmm. when when bands do that. Yeah. When they think about it as a collection of music mm-hmm. instead of just like, I wonder if we can get like a thousand million downloads on right. this 99 this one, iTunes song. Exactly. Nice about, like, right. about, about yeah. sequencing... You know, over ten tracks of music, or overall, yeah. technically over eight, I think is a full length. So, like, but sequencing it and then being like, oh, well, this is the halfway point of the album. Yeah, yeah but also yeah, like exactly. ten, fifteen years ago, like bands agonized about that's like, what I'm talking what's the about. first song? What's yeah. the second? What that's, do we close with? That's you know, totally and nobody does that anymore. No one does. Yeah, no one does that. So we we like to we like to do that. We even reference it like on our first album, we titled our um opening track we titled it opening tracks and then pretty much um track two track two was track two <laughs> final but, um, track but yeah we, we try to like kind of reference the idea that there was a time when albums were kind of the main source of um the medium of of like pop rock music and now it's definitely seemed to be more for not even a full song i mean hell you could do As better attention spans have dwindled with the ringtone like... i mean is much better than a song nowadays so i mean <laughs> mine's the russian national anthem <laughs> you really love putin that explains it okay when that first went off she looked she did like the 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 exorcist like head move towards yeah, me yeah right <laughs> she's like what the fuck is what that the fuck and i'm like that? that's your home country yeah <laughs> it's calling yeah uh Pussy Riot has a show. (laughs) 
<laughs> poor girls. Those poor girls. So is there an overall uh, uh, message or, or story you're trying to get across in these songs? You know, our, our earlier stuff, like the the entire album Thieves, like that, for whatever reason, maybe because we were, you know, in college, we were, you know, big on the Obama um, election yeah. back that we were campaigning for. And we were following all of it. Uh, and like, so we were very politically minded at that time. Not that we're not so much now, but a lot of that material has, you know, undertones of, you know. Um, hey, you know who's two blocks away? Yeah, oh, yes, Donald yes, Trump. Yes, yes, don't yes. Trump. Let's yeah. not give him. Let's not give him no air attention. <laughs> no airtime. No airtime. No air so yeah, uh, I feel like the you know, there's usually a political undertone. I would I would probably say too. Like is it political like, or is it social consciousness? I I like that. I, that I'm going to start even... copying your term as social consciousness. <laughs> that sounds better. Well, I mean that's the whole point about music. Yeah. It's a direct reflection on what's going on in the world or your Love world, higher, or the country. Yeah. You perfect, know? yeah, perfect explanation for that. So we definitely four dead in Ohio. Yeah. Okay, we yeah. Thanks, CSN. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> CSN beats CNN any day. Fuck yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Except Stephen Still should stop singing. Yeah, he's really- <laughs> I saw him up at Bethel Woods. I almost started drinking again. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So sad. So sad to see the demise of the great ones. He sounded like a Diane Campbell in Lawrence of Arabia. I don't know what the hell was going on there. (laughs) Thank God for Graham Nash and David Crosby. Oh, those guys guys can harmonize brilliantly. And Neil Young is still, I mean, doing great work. He's actually still creating music, too. (laughs) Not just singing. The godfather of grunge. Yeah. Godfather of a lot of things. Did you ever hear the story about Neil Young? I'm Which, sure you're going to so tell I, do I, do I, <laughs> Did you ever hear the story? Uh, where we, did you ever hear the, the story about Neil Young and Graham Nash when he was trying to let, let him listen to, um, I think it was, uh, oh, I forget the song, but it was in the 70s. So mm-hmm. Neil Young had a farm. And Neil Young also knows how to like be an engineer. Mm-hmm. So on his farm, he took, he took Graham Nash and he's like, man, let's go out on the boat. I'll, I'll row us out there and we can listen to the, the, new, the new album. And Graham Nash is like, all right, Neil, whatever you want to do. So they they row out into the into the ocean, not the ocean, the pond or lake or whatever. And he he just kind of gives like a nod, and apparently the guy back at the house hit play or t- put it on the record. Yeah, and the whole thing played. And Graham Nash is, you know, he he talks about it in reverence. He's like, man, it was a really like it was a really moving moment, like just to be out there in a boat, just listening to an album. Um, but the left speaker was his house. The whole oh. PA system was in the house, and the right speaker was in the or the right side was in the barn. Oh my god! So they listen to the whole album. They go back to oh. shore, and the guy comes over, the engineer we had there, whatever. He's like, "What do you think?" And Neil Young goes, "I think we needed more barn." <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's pretty good. So oh, that's, that's like one of those rock and roll folk <laughs> that's, tales. That's beautiful. But Neil Young, like two weeks ago, like confirmed. He's like, "Yeah, that kind of happened." <laughs> We need more barn. He's like, we did need well, more he's, barn. He's like, yeah. didn't he? Didn't he amplify an entire yeah house his house? Well, that's what yeah, Mark that's what he was. That's, that's what he was doing. Yeah, in a way, that's what Mark's saying. Yep. Right, yeah, right. Guy was, was really fascinating. Brilliant. Fascinating. <laughs> Back to you, Rich. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Can I? <laughs> So uh, we fe- we featured you guys back when we first started the uh, you should be listening to thing, and uh, you guys had mentioned in that about uh, how Arrested Development was. Uh, oh oh my god, really? Thing. Oh, we're yeah, obsessed. Huge. Yeah, early yeah, on yeah. in the band. Yes, yes. have a dollar, man. Yeah, yeah. In fact, now, brother man here, have two. <laughs> oh wait, now 
We might be talking different arrested developments, breaking news, breaking news. Are you talking about the TV <laughs> show? We're talking about the TV show. I was talking about you the were ta- Oh, I know it, man. 90s. That's Mr. Wendell yes. is yeah. what you were singing. I'm a, I'm also an arrested development fan. Hey. Fact, no brother man here have to. Two dollars means a snack for me, but it means a big deal to you. Be strong, serve God only. Know that if you do, beautiful heaven awaits. Esther Pomaro for the first time. I saw a man with no money, no clothes, no plate, Mr. Wendell. That's his name. No one ever knew his name, but he's a no one. Bet you did not think that would happen, Rich. Sporadic residue. I think that every episode. <laughs> you could see the disappointment in Rich's eyes. I'm noticing it now. Yes. Tennessee. Tennessee. And have you ever heard their redemption song? It's a hell of a version. Everyday people or no, everyday people was good they do too. Every, oh, did they I thought they did I don't know. I don't know if I ever heard the redemption song. I'll look into it, but everyday people they definitely did that one. Okay, cool. Good. I'll try to listen yeah. to it. Oh, um, but, but arrested the, the TV show. Well, yeah, we, we, me and Jeremy, when we were living together, we definitely like watched way too many seasons. Like we watched. Well, it's it one of those shows that, like, as you're watching it, you watch the second season and you're like, oh man, I'm just getting these jokes mm-hmm. from lines that I never like from the first season that were set up already in the first season. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like they set up, you know, such nice. Like you, you have to wait for it, and if you don't watch the whole thing, you might miss it. And if you mm-hmm. watch it over and over again, you'll catch. Something new every time. Yeah. And we liked that it was just like, it was so in depthly and thought so and thought cared about. for and yeah. like patchwork together. And yeah. just like. And then if you think about it too, like an album, like the idea that you would have to sit with it for the entire listen to maybe understand a song that happens earlier on, you have a sure. reference point later on and you kind of see the growth of the material. But it's the, not like a concept album. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like a, a journey. Album. It's a journey. Yeah. And then I, I also think in the writing side, me and Jeremy liked linking together certain themes and we would do it through kind of, um, I don't know, like odd code words. And so mm. that hopefully if you were, if you had the interest to decipher like, them. Certain instruments yeah. would play character roles yeah, early so, on. I felt so, like, like, yeah, like the definitely. trumpet was a character. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it would you know, show up to kind of coincide with certain so, lines or feelings type yeah. of things. And so there was definitely like um, a desire to make it have, d- to get better on multiple listens and to be able to hear different links that maybe you didn't hear the first time. Originally, sure. because there was the three seasons of Arrested Development, mm-hmm. we, we wrote an album almost to coincide with every season. With each season. We wrote three <laughs> that albums. That is fucking brilliant. Oh, yeah, we, didn't, we didn't end up we did, sticking we, to we, that template. We, we sensed, yeah. we sensed is there any that. song that references Buster and his juice boxes? There's... <laughs> <laughs> vaguely, vaguely. Juice, Ma- the the box of wine. <laughs> Mama's <thinking>. coming. Out. <laughs> the seal that ate his hand when, when he gets the uh, box of wine and thinks it's just an oversized juice box. Yeah. It's brilliant. <laughs> so I mean, the show is just brilliant, and uh, the level of care that Mitchell Hurwitz, who's the creator was of the inspiring. show, inspiring. Yeah, it definitely inspired like all of our original band. The idea being that. Um, we were gonna love our what we were doing more than anyone else and could possibly ourselves. ever lo- mm. love it, and that way, if anyone got into it by chance, which would be awesome, they would know they were finding something that was really cared for and like kind of loved before yeah. it was released. And even though we dropped the whole um, three album concept, the three album concept relating to it, uh, we went on and we recorded something entirely different with everything new is old again. We we began everything new is old again with, uh, with something that we called on the prologue. Which is another Arrested Development reference. Uh, at the end of every episode, they would the, say on the the next the next, the next episode, episode of Arrested Development, yes, and the, it would never show up as as part of the next episode. Yeah. It was just that was the moment that it existed. 
Um, and we kind of like the idea of Tynus. We we uh, found an old recording of our demos for Thieves, our first record, uh, and of on the epilogue, the tune on the epilogue, and we which happens at the end of the, the album, end of as opposed to prologue, which right. happens on the beginning. So we opened up we opened up our second album with a snippet of a recording, a home recording in an attic on an eight track that was a shitty, terrible quality recording. We just manipulated it, and just to show reference to the beginning of our formation as a band and uh also you know tie the, the two the albums to, also yeah, to yeah. thieves and to arrested development in, in a way. yeah yeah there there's a uh something that's that's kind of artistically satisfying about including in jokes that yeah. even maybe the audience isn't going to pick up on 100 you know? percent. yeah i i actually heard i saw an interview with richard Linklater uh, recently and he's famous for boyhood and um the before trilogies days and confused a bunch of great movies and he made a point that um, if the intention is there from the artist, you could you could film anything, and as long as you felt something while filming it, the audience will somehow, through transference of film or art yeah. or the magic of the theater, they will somehow feel that feeling, even if it's a completely different reference point for them with what the content was originally. So he he made a made a comment that you could film a mug a coffee mug, but if you know that that coffee mug means a lot to you and you've thought about it and you've considered it from every angle, then the audience will get that sense through the work. Mm. So, so I, I like that. The the uh, do do you feel that this the same works in music? Like if people come up to you and they say, "Oh, well, I heard this in it," and you're like. Okay, where did that come from? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, like that kind absolutely. of thing. You know, uh, what, what kind of audience reactions do you guys get to uh, mm-hmm. to your music? Yeah. Uh, that that's a cool question. Hate. Um, <laughs> yeah. If we get if we get a good reaction, that's an that's awesome enough. night. That's yeah. Like that's <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. It, it's it's tough to get like a crowd to to care about something that they don't know why they should care about in the first place. So any reaction is honestly a good reaction. Yeah. But um. I've had people, at the very least, you know, we've had them comment on things that it's reminded them of, that maybe we wouldn't have plucked that reference or that um, influence out of our own musical history, but they've somehow tied it to, like, something like a bad... Like, somebody once said we sound like Badfinger or something. Right, and it's all relative to the listener. And, and I don't, I don't even is... listen much to Badfinger, personally, but um, for some reason, like, something must have come through. And sometimes that works with lyrics. I love lyrics. Badfinger, but I don't yeah, never, yeah, I've Jeremy never imagined was... us sounding anything like Badfinger. But... Right. So, like, every now and then that will happen. Sometimes that happens with when lyrics. We, we recorded, we, uh, we included a uh, Christmas song, an original Christmas song that we wrote uh, on the, at the end of our, our record. And, uh, you know, we've had people be like, oh, we didn't know people still wrote Christmas songs. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, or or some people interpret that Christmas, like I heard Sean's oh, friend right. was saying like, oh, it was like this beautiful ode to, to like, God to God and how Christmas shouldn't be about atheists. Mat- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So that, that was like an interesting. Ironic. Yeah. It was yeah. ironic because I never would have seen that. And then I looked back through the lyrics. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm, I might've been talking about Jesus. I thought I was talking about my girlfriend, but, <laughs> but it turns out it was. Don't Jesus. tell her that. <laughs> I hope it she's not listening. Straight I to just, her. I know. <laughs> Honey, I accidentally thought I wrote a song about you, you, but it was really about Jesus. <laughs> oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. The song is like, that's a pretty good fallback, though. Like, Jesus is pretty right, strong. Right, right. As a, <laughs> right. As far as the mythos. It's not like I said it was for Vladimir Putin. <laughs> You might release the album. You never know. I don't know. <laughs> maybe next. Maybe so next year you, they do, do you, questions. Do you find it tough as as a, as an original band and kind of a sea of 
you know, cover and tribute bands and things like that? Is it tough to get your stuff out there and, uh, you know, get people to, to, to not only listen, but to, you know, book gigs and get venues to listen well, to? It's taken a long time to, to even like, I feel like it's gotten easier. I think maybe as we've stuck it out and we've uh, kind of maintained our, our uh, idea that we want to be perceived as an original band. We're not going to go out and we're not going to throw, you know, we're not going to do 10 covers to every three songs or original material that we do. Right. Um, so we've just built this huge catalog. And honestly, a lot of the bar owners and a lot of the uh, bartenders, at the end of the night, they assume that half of our set was covers. And then you know, were like, Oh no, that was original material. Like I was, you know, every once in a while we'll throw in like a, a favorite Beatles tune or something we'll cover. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, and then just, I was, you know, hopefully the quality has gotten better that now people are responding when we send, you know, like a digital press kit or we send a video of ourselves performing, you know, somewhere or whatever. And, uh, you know, the, hopefully the quality is what moves them to book us because, you know, it's it's been working. <laughs> <laughs> so you're heading in the right direction. Hopefully, yeah. Maybe. It, feels, it feels good. It feels Who knows? Good. Who knows? Any direction. As long as we're, as long as we're, still, we're still flowing. So. Yeah. We're still making music. Yeah. So, so what do you guys have prepared for uh, Arts on the Square coming up this uh, Saturday? Well, we're That's super excited about Arts on the Square. Obviously, like there's a lot of great bands like Super, like super, super like Super. A lot of our favorite uh, favorite like regional bands are going to be there. We've got uh, Estacoda, um, yeah. mm-hmm. Spur, Das Black Milk, uh, the Box Swing Group. Yeah, I, love, um, I like them. Dishonest Fiddlers. We've been playing. They're really good. Them this summer. It's kind of like we uh we're we're on a undeclared tour we, yeah an we, unofficial tour with the dishonest fiddlers we played a lot of shows together they're like, really good though yeah too. they're they're great they don't yeah. show up to a lot of the shows that they say they're going to show up to though. well that's part of i the, didn't say that like, <laughs> I know. Oh, so. how'd you get that i got it all I right good <laughs> so yeah they don't even have a fiddle player which is half the joke of the band name <laughs> i think right? that is yeah no that's true so yeah. what's this what's the schedule for arts on the square um, it starts at noon, I believe. Yes, right? the music kicks um, off at noon on Saturday. Yes, yeah, there, on Saturday a... downtown, um, the square, uh, courthouse square. You'll know it because there'll be kids playing Pokemon Go all around it. Because That's I right. think it's a gym. They'll know what that means. <laughs> um, and so yeah, you'll you'll know it by the Pikachu's all around. <laughs> we'll uh, yeah, music starts at, at noon. We Young Burgo plays at six o'clock at night on the uh, Linden stage. That's uh, sponsored by NAPA Scene. And then there's right. uh, the Spruce Street stage is sponsored by Summer Step Records. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. Uh, I have a, a four month old, and uh, me and the misses and the four year old are going to go down there and try to make a day out of it. Check out the vendors and eat some food and watch some bands. Yeah, Jeremy just yeah had a baby four months ago, Lyra, yeah, and yeah. she's awesome. Little Lyra Jean. Yeah, she's great. Why? Congratulations, <laughs> <laughs> Mark. What a <laughs> disheartening <laughs> reaction. <laughs> Felt good. What's wrong with Why? you? Don't do it. Five W's following that question. <laughs> I'm the guy who swore he would never have children, and I still said congratulations. Jeez, you're, you're just an ass. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I'll say it again. <laughs> Why? Why? Hop in the, Why? Call Doc Brown. No, man, congratulations, oh, thank you, thank dude. You, brother. <laughs>
you know it's the best it's not the every best day thing. is perfect no. <laughs> <laughs> nearly all of them aren't uh, no i mean but happy healthy yeah good baby it's been great. It's all been right great. She's, then, she's tremendous yeah. she's uh she's already seen bob dylan she's only four months old so shit so she's off to a good start she's off to an or a start. bad start depending <laughs> on how you look at it well he's singing wow. frank sinatra now it's not he's not he's not that hippie dipty right he's not, right. He's, not he's not singing about the you know new york new york Oh, <laughs> is that, that him doing? Good. That was him song. doing Sinatra. Yeah, that's good. I always, I always, I uh, Bob. He's gotten better the past. How? Two years. I thought he's gotten worse. He got worse. Uh, well, he got. I feel like maybe I don't know. It depends. Um, which I saw him. I saw him two years ago in Colorado with the Wilco and my morning jacket tour, and uh, I felt like I was expecting him to have a lot of energy from the younger bands, and you know maybe come out and do some songs with them. He didn't. And then I saw him, you know, just a couple weeks ago or three weeks ago down in the Bethlehem. And I felt like maybe he's interested again. This is what it feels like. <laughs> like, but maybe he was interested in doing the Sinatra album. And now he's like, he's enunciating and his own original material again. You can, I understood the covers like, <laughs> or the, the, the older tunes that he was pulling out of his catalog. I made a mistake. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just spent two months not giving a shit. (laughs) Thank you for the ticket money you paid. (laughs) Well, I'm really excited for you, man. And if you guys need to come, you know, to a recording studio, I know of of a nice place that we're looking to record a music video. Well, Well, you can talk talk to me about that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not allergic to money. Cool. Cool. We like Anything giving else? it away. We like just giving it <laughs> away. Oh, yeah. you're the perfect it's fucking perfect. client. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have a budget of endless? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the we budget need, of idiot. We idiot. need Michael Bay to come in and consult. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Michael Bay. <laughs> Mike, Uh-oh. what do you think about this? I think it should blow up. I agree 110%. Let's fucking do that. <laughs> Let's make sure, make sure we Our get 17 cameras to cover explosions. it <laughs> yeah. in slow motion. Yeah. Oh, actually, I, yeah. yeah that's, find I like that. a four-minute song that yeah. we could find a way to make just three explosions. <laughs> three yeah. explosions that's for it. four minutes. That's yeah. a goal. With like the Ninja goal. Turtles popping out from them because he no, produced the Ninja uh, Turtles yeah. movie. I don't that know if you sucks. Nine, 90s, 90s Sam Rockwell Ninja Turtles are better. Hey, our, you're fucking Elias good. Elias Codius. That was always nice. It's good. The voice of Corey Feldman. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> when Raphael's like depressed and. Yeah, Raphael's every, every show. Right. Well, Raphael is cool but rude. No, somebody needs to give him some lithium and calm it and take him off the pizza and get him like on a whole grain diet <laughs> and calm his shit down. It's probably the gluten. He's he's probably has he probably has celiacs and his guts just constantly killing him. Nineties, so no, there were no one no one addressed it. He probably probably has IBS. Yeah, that's probably he skateboarded through the sewers in the the second. Well, he skateboarded through the sewers just like dropping poops, (laughs) just like going. (laughs) Then they come up into my place. Not accepted. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So anything Uh, else? Shit. Well, uh, uh, as our as our uh, last word, real quick, uh, I. Obviously, you guys have noticed uh, if you're if you're a regular listener to uh, to the show and our ramblings that uh, Lauren hasn't been around, and uh, so Lauren actually just accepted a job in New York City. So uh, congratulations to her. Nice. 
Uh, so we're hoping to have her maybe on the show uh, at least one more time before uh, she has to go. But we do uh, just all been, about her. Been very very busy. I would love to do one just okay, on her. Just I think that'd be her. that'd be great. We should bring in like a whole bunch of random people. Like this is your life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That would be amazing. Math teacher. I I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I Lauren is Lauren is one of the few women that I actually love. Besides, uh, in a in a totally plutonic way, she's an incredible individual. And uh, we will miss her, but we wish her the best of luck with everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it's a big step up for her. I know that uh, she's, you know, nervous, but excited to, uh, to take that step and, and, and do it. But uh, uh, it's something that, you know, if you meet her and you, you, you'd see how, you know, uh, uh, smart and, and uh, uh, just well-read uh, she is that uh, it's very clear that she could do whatever she wants. So. She's an utterly brilliant weirdo. <laughs> very, very, very much so. Uh, as, as you've seen on the show many times. So, uh, so hopefully we'll, we'll, uh, see her again on the show before that. But, uh, if not, uh, otherwise we're also kind of restructuring things a little bit. Yep. So, uh, the, the show more poo. Yeah. We'll be, uh, <laughs> well, it's here. Once we, once we shovel the poo out of here, uh, there's going to be metaphorically, uh, yes, and metaphorically. metaphorically and physically, uh, we'll, we'll change some things up a little bit for the better. Uh, I, th- I think there's going to be a lot of cool changes that you're going to see uh coming up as as uh the show progresses but uh so thank you for listening thank you for sticking with us uh thank you guys for being here it's really incredible oh thanks thanks for for having us this is awesome you guys are such nice guys would you come back on again awesome no 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 (laughs) no i won't i won't i won't do that you know what i really appreciate your honesty thank you i really do thank you mark (laughs) and now i don't fucking want you back so So let's see how that works out (laughs) yeah have great success without us. Uh, <laughs> thank you, NEPA scene. <laughs> Thanks. No, honestly, you guys are awesome. So thank you so much for, Thanks, for being Mark. here and Thanks, taking your time. I know so it's. Yeah. I'm not. I really am. And am not. I'm just, I'm just. I'm See actually you, awesome. Burger. Yeah. <laughs> See you, Bung Jungo. <laughs> Bunghole surfers. Yeah. Uh, nice. See you, uh, Floop de Loop. I don't even know. What the fuck I don't that know. Means. De Loop. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I was going to come up with something French. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for being here. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. Thank you.